Heaven is it's a fine. wonderful place filled with. What's the one about uh, get roller skates? <coughs> I want to see my savior's face because heaven is a wonderful place. I want to go there. <laughs> and they're one about. Oh, yeah, you can't, can't get, get to heaven, heaven on roller skates. No, you can't, can't get to heaven. Yeah. Na, 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 na. Hey, hey, let me ask you this before we start. Ready? Yeah. Tell me who said this. This is what I did with my punny family. Don't look yet. Don't look. Don't open oh, it. I did. Okay, I haven't. I have not looked. I well, just, don't, just don't look at it. Okay. I've come home at last. This is my real country. I belong here. This is the land I have been looking for all my life, though I never knew it till now. Come further up. Come further in. Christian? Jewel the Unicorn in the Last Battle. Yes. Or was it? It was, it was C.S. Lewis wrote it. Last I Battle is all I know. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Steve, <laughs> you should know this one. Wait, wait, wait. Ready, Steve? No. I believe that everything you do bad comes back to you. So everything that I do that's bad... I'm going to suffer from it. But in my mind, I believe that what I'm doing is right. So I feel like I'm going to heaven. Let's say that again. The last part or the whole thing? Adolf Hitler. The whole thing. I believe that everything that you do bad comes back to you. Okay. So everything that I do that's bad, I'm going to suffer from it. <clears throat> but in my mind, I believe that what I'm doing is right. So I feel like I'm going to heaven. Justin Bieber. Tupac Shakur. <sighs> you were closer than I was. <laughs> Yeah. I'll give you one more. This one's a good one. I'm already reading it now. To go to heaven, fully to enjoy God, is infinitely better than the most pleasant accommodations here. Better than fathers and mothers, husbands, wives, or children, or the company of any, or of all earthly friends. These are but shadows. But the enjoyment of God is the substance. These are but scattered beams, but God is the sun. These are but streams, but God is the fountain. These are but drops. God is the ocean. Hmm. I'm going to go with... Either Jonathan Edwards or someone influenced by him. Whoa. It is indeed Jonathan oh, Edwards. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yes. You're our grand prize winner for the night. Welcome to the Piney Pastors Podcast, the elders meeting after show where we hang out to discuss theology and issues relevant to covenant members at Piney Ridge Church in Winsville, Missouri. It's like a Bible study, covenant members gathering, elders hang out, and talk show all wrapped up into one. And it's all about making disciples of Jesus Christ. So grab another cup of coffee and let's get started. Welcome to another edition of the Piney Pastors Podcast. I'm Pastor Steve Hopped, and I am joined by Jason Myers and and Nathan Smith. And we are uh, we're rocking it today. This is our third podcast recording. Yeah. Which is it overall though? What number is it? Do you know? It's you know like oh we close to fifty. Probably hit fifty. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah, I don't remember. Should celebrate. Yeah. Celebrate good times. Come on. So today, this this particular <laughs> yeah. podcast, we thought that we would address a topic that about which there are a lot of questions, and uh, Pastor Jason is going through a series with his Piney family on heaven. So and they can all turn this off now because yep. they'll have heard it already. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're in Jason's Piney family, yeah, just... Take a breather. 
relax. You need this. Put your feet up. Take a nap. <laughs> and uh, for the rest of us, we will we will see what we can uh, discover about heaven. So, uh, first of all, the the concept of heaven and hell. Uh, talking about the afterlife, after life after life on this earth. And uh, so let, let's just talk about some things. What, what are some uh, biblically-based facts that we know about uh, the afterlife for those who are in Christ, for those whose names are written in the book of life? What do we know? Jason, Yeah, you're the expert. Go ahead. I am no expert, but we do know things because the Bible um, says things about heaven. (laughs) Um, We know that um, heaven is a literal place. Um, It is a physical place, actually, because we know that there are physical beings there. Here's a test. Who are the three physical people there? Jesus. Elijah. Enoch? Enoch, yes. Yeah, so there's the, they all have physical bodies there, and there cannot be a physical body in a non-physical place. Um, so heaven is a real, literal, physical place where um, those three bodies are, but more than that, there are spirits who dwell there. The spirits, uh, the souls of all the saints, all those who are trusting in Christ, um, have departed because Paul tells us that immediately... Um, when we are absent from the body, we are present with the Lord. Amen. Jesus told the thief on the cross that today you will be with me in paradise. So that tells us that heaven is good. It's paradise. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the way the, the heaven is described where um, it's is always in a good and blessed way. So it's a wonderful place. And so in this particular time when when people die their spirits become disembodied mm-hmm. our bodies are left here on earth to <clears throat> rot or be cremated or whatever and mm-hmm. and the spirit then or preserved goes, if you're a mummy yes goes to be in <laughs> uh, in the presence of the lord and and we know that in the presence of the lord there is fullness of joy and mm-hmm. at his right hand are pleasures, pleasures forevermore. forevermore amen and so heaven is Psalm a joyful 16. place it's not a boring place it's a place uh, full of joy full it's uh, excitement in, interesting place to be uh something to be desired it's uh it's something to be longed for paul himself said it was far better to depart and be with christ amen one Amen. Mm-hmm. And so uh, not, not to be uh, – and, and that's why uh, Christians grieve differently than, than people that are not believers because while we miss that person who has passed on, uh, we know that they are truly experiencing the joy of the presence of God and uh, that – that and we know that we will see them again if we too are followers of Christ, and so we know there's a reunion ahead. And so, while we grieve the I, when my mom and my dad passed away, I I grieved their passing. I grieved that I wouldn't get to uh, hug on them again in this life, or just sit and have a conversation. I miss just sitting and talking mm-hmm. to my mom, but I know that I will be reunited with both of them and uh so you grieve with hope yes mm-hmm. we grieve with hope amen yeah. 
So, uh, so that is the, uh, some people call that, I think, uh, what's the guy's name starts with a, I can't come up with Randy Alcorn, Alcorn. who wrote the book heaven and, and he's not the only one I call this time, the intermediate state. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is, this is sort of a temporary holding place. You might say for the spirits of those who have, uh, who died in Christ. Mm -hmm. But, uh, then, uh, Jesus is going to return, and uh, Nathan, tell us what's going to take place then. All of it. Tell us everything. Everything. Well... Especially about those people who have died. What, what's going to happen to their bodies? Oh, this seems like a leading question to <laughs> it me, is. Steve. Uh, there is a wrong they answer. Will be, be careful. resurrected Amen. from ding, ding, ding. the dead and will rise to die no more. Amen. And will just Christians be resurrected? Nope. The righteous and the unrighteous will rise for the final judgment. It says in the book of Daniel, doesn't mm -hmm. it? Uh, some to some to an eternity of uh, of joy, and some to judgment. Yeah. Uh, so, and that should be something that that uh, encourages us to share the gospel with yeah. with people yeah. that we know. Um, and so, at that time, then uh, after the judgment. We will enter into what uh, Revelation tells us and Isaiah tells us and, and other places, that the new heavens and the new earth, mm -hmm. uh, the new Jerusalem, as, as Revelation says. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a physical place because we will have physical, physical bodies, bodies. Yeah. resurrected bodies. So what does the Bible <laughs> tell us about those resurrected bodies? Well, first, I, I think that the even that phrase, heaven and earth, um, we see it in Genesis 1, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. And most of the time it's used in scripture, it's used in that way. It's together, it's a, uh, it's a way of speaking about all the entire created order. Mm -hmm. So all the cosmos, the, the entire universe. Mm -hmm. So that um, the new heaven and earth means that it's a new uni renewed universe. It's it made perfect. It's right now, Romans 8 tells us that it's subjected to futility. It's uh, creationist. Creation, yeah. All of creation is subjected to decay. There are um, um, dying stars and dying people and dying plants and animals. There are um, destruction and chaos, um, whether it's in the uh, hurricane and tornado or the fire and the flood. There is um, there's not harmony and peace in this creation. But one day there will be. Um, and that's the new heaven and earth. That's the renewed uh, universe. Mm -hmm. um, and in order to enjoy the perfect universe, we must be made perfect. And so both in our bodies and our souls, in First John, um, end of chapter 2, beginning of chapter 3, it says that we long for him who is righteous, and when he appears, we will become like him. That is, we will be righteous. Mm -hmm. So inwardly, we'll be perfect, but outwardly, our bodies will also be perfected. Mm -hmm. Our resurrected bodies will be, as Revelation says in 21, um, there will not be crying or pain or sadness or death anymore. Amen. Mm -hmm. So we will have, as Paul says in 1 Corinthians 15, um, this mortal body will put on immortality, and they will be indestructible just as our um, our um, glory and our joy will be indestructible and everlasting, so will our bodies and our souls. Mm -hmm. And we have a picture of a resurrected body given to us in the Gospels. Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus... Uh, when we're told a few things 
about his resurrected body, one being that you could still see his scars on his hands and his feet. I'm not sure. It was uh, recognizable. It was recognizable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we will uh, we'll see each other and we will recognize each other. Um, there will be a real connection to our bodies and ourselves now and our bodies and ourselves then. Right. Yeah. Amen. Mm-hmm. Even though they will be renewed. And it's possible that Jesus only... Um, showed them his scars so as that they would recognize him. But it, they did not. They weren't freaked out by him. So I assume that his face was no longer bloodied and beaten to a pulp as it was before. Right. Yeah. Um, so that maybe it was a way of, I can show you these so that you see them, but not that if somebody um, dies in some gruesome way that they will have all those physical scars in yeah. the new heaven and earth. Right. So uh, yeah, if someone's been, uh, had, you know, spilled gasoline and got... 90% of their body covered in burn scars, then that's not to say that those same scars will be right. remaining. Right. Amen, yeah. Um, you know, you said something there uh, that maybe he showed them their scars only so so that they would recognize him. It's it's true, isn't it, that when he appeared to the disciples that uh, Thomas said, I won't believe it's you until... Unless I see. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Mary Magdalene, uh, didn't recognize him at first until he spoke her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so we're not sure exactly what uh, the Bible's not explicit in telling us about facial features and things like mm-hmm. that. Uh, another thing we know about Jesus is that he ate fish. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said he would drink wine again drink in, the, wine. in the new kingdom, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So uh, we know a few things about the resurrected body. Uh, some people think. He passed through a door, but that's not necessarily... The doors were locked and he appeared, but we're not... Really I think it's a possible um, inference, but not a necessary... It's yeah. not stated, and it's not a necessary implication yeah, right. that that has to be. Right. But it would be cool. It would be. So it's yeah. fun to think about. Mm-hmm. It would be cool. Um, anyway, so we're, we're going to have bodies like him. And as you said, the, the cool thing about the bodies is we will be glorified, right? We yeah. will be sinless Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be incapable of sinning, and uh, praise God for that. Uh, that, to me, is one thing that's going to bring, I don't know if I want to say it's going to bring more joy than anything else, but it's certainly going to fill me with an abundance of joy that uh, that I know that I, because I know my heart, you know, I, I, uh, I'm just so thankful that I will, they will, I will be in a state that, that I don't have to worry about what I might do if mm-hmm. A happens or B happens, that yeah, uh, yeah and yeah. I sometimes think about how because we've never lived without being sinners. Yes, that there are joys awaiting us that we have no idea about. Because we don't have categories we, for. Yeah, yeah, we just um, ways that our our thinking and feeling and being is affected by our sin. That mm-hmm. we we it's just it's like a you know fish doesn't know that it's wet. Because yeah. it's in the world, and we we don't know all the ways that we're being affected by sin, and we'll be free of that. Amen. What oh, excitement! Praise yeah. the Lord. I'm I'm getting excited already. Ah, <laughs> uh, and and I think part of that is right now, as you talked about, Steve, that you do grieve uh, for even for our brothers and sisters in Christ who die. We do grieve for, we were talking earlier about um, sin, ours and those of others, destruction and strife, relationships being broken. One day, every relationship um, will mm-hmm. be perfect. Mm-hmm. 
that is for all the believers, all the people of God will have a perfect um, peace and harmony amongst themselves. Um, no fear of loss. No fear of loss. No fear of strife and sin. Yeah. yeah. No fear. No fear at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think um, what's helpful, um, maybe to to think about not only what we will be and what will be, but what will not be. Sometimes that's the way. Only time we can think. Only way we can think clearly about mm-hmm. things that are so above us and beyond us. So we say, well, it won't be this. It won't, you know, have death. It won't have sin. It won't the negation of things that helps us to be clear. Um, and maybe one point in this is that we will be like Jesus and that we will be immortal. Our bodies will never die again. Uh, we will be like Jesus and that we will be righteous. But there are many ways we won't be like Jesus yeah. in the sense that we won't become divine. We won't be God. We right. won't be omniscient and omnipotent and having all power and knowing all things. Um, we won't become eternal always existing, we will just be everlasting because we had a beginning. Jesus, God, never did. Mm-hmm. And so um, there's, in that sense, I think that it's it's distinguished from um, other religions who say that we'll become gods when we, when we mm-hmm. die and get to heaven. No, that's not it. No, God is still God and he's the only one and we will be worshiping him. Um, and that in that, um, it's also super actually encouraging for me that I won't be omniscient but that I'll have capacity for ever-growing knowledge of God yes. in all of creation, all of the glory that we miss now because of our sinfulness and our foolishness and the destruction of this earth. One day, we will see it, and we will it will lead us to praise him, lead us to rejoice every moment more than the next, mm-hmm. uh, more than the last, and we will always be growing in not only our understanding of, but then therefore our appreciation of and enjoyment of and worship of God in all of creation. Yeah. Is beautiful to me. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. And mm-hmm. and what will we do is a question that people often ask. Mm-hmm. Harps uh, and clouds. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what will we do? And 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 some of that has to do with thinking. Uh, well, what are some of the things we will still be human beings? Right. Yeah. So what are some of the things that make us human? But that's even hard to think about because of what you said before, Nathan. Because we've never been uh, sinless humans before. Yeah. And so, so many of the things that we think, well, I'll have to, you know, there'll have to be chocolate there because, you know, I, <laughs> I don't know whether that's true or not. I think there, that what we eat and drink there will be, taste better than anything we've ever had here on earth. But and we won't I, need to eat for survival. No. It'll be for, and, just for enjoyment. You know, some of the things I think we, you know, I've heard various people say, well, there better be golf in heaven or there better be chocolate or in fishing, heaven, as I said. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, well, you know, why would we concern ourselves with mud pies when there's so much a better banquet to be enjoyed, right? Right. And, and, and we don't, are, there are endless possibilities, but I, I know that we will still be human beings. And so will we work? Uh we find if we do, it'll be a work that we find joy in. Yeah. I think being image bearers of God, I think it's um, a legitimate um, inference to make that we will always be uh, working as um, creators in that sense, in the sense that we'll be creative, um, building things and um, creating new pieces of art or new music, ways to praise the Lord and new ways to um, express um, our connection to him and to reveal his glory. That's what he made us for to begin with, mm-hmm. right? That we would be displaying his worth, his magnificence, his wonder and beauty and glory throughout all the earth. And so we will do that, And but we'll have the entire universe. Imagine what, it, what if you had 10,000 years and an unhindered mind 
to be able to create connections to other planets and other parts, far reaches of the galaxy in ways that would um, help you <laughs> to love others and God more. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no end to, uh, there's this one quote by, I don't know the guy, it's Isaac Asimov. He says, I don't believe in an afterlife, so I don't have to spend my whole life fearing hell or fearing heaven even more. For whatever the tortures of hell, I think the boredom of heaven would be even worse. Oh my. But he has no concept no. of A, God being at the center and him being an infinite being full of infinite joy to be had and that the everlastingness of of an always improving, um, in a sense of growing mm-hmm. um, in our, uh, our abilities, our knowledge, our connection to God, it'll be never ending. And so there will be no possibility of boredom. Yeah. Yeah, he uh, was an American writer and professor of biochemistry at Boston University. That's what's I totally just knew uh, that. Um, yeah, I'm just pulling yeah. that off the top of my head. See, but I think he stuff. was known for his works of science fiction and popular science. Prolific writer, I think. Wrote yeah. and edited more than 500 books, and like an estimated 90,000 letters and postcards. <laughs> but not very knowledgeable Just about heaven or no. God or the Bible. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Praise the Lord. You know. Um, one thing I, another thing I know that people ponder a lot is what, what about rewards? Uh, well, will my experience of heaven, do you think, be different than Jason's experience or Nathan's experience? And, and can you talk about that? One of you talk about that just with having in mind, tangentially related to that, the idea of rewards for things done in the body here. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, um, the uh, scriptures teach about rewards and varying degrees of rewards. Um, and the uh, I think C.S. Lewis says there's the, the unblushing promise of rewards that, <laughs> that Jesus holds out in the Gospels. Um, Jason, did you, were you turn into a passage? There's several. Um, yeah, here's one, Second Corinthians 5.10. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each one may receive what is, what is due for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. Amen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's Matthew 16.27, Romans 2.5-6, Romans 14.10-12, Ephesians 6.5-8, Revelation 2.23, and so on. Yeah. And, and yet, um, if, if Jason receives many more rewards in heaven than I do, I will not be envious of him. Mm-hmm. I will rejoice with right. him. It will only increase your joy. It will increase mm-hmm. my joy that Jason has. And, and, and again, it's hard for us to get outside of our, sinful our sinfulness to understand that, um, that, that our, everything that, that occurs in heaven will only be to increase our own joy. And... Uh, yeah, glorify jo- God. Jonathan Edwards said that, um, and I'll paraphrase here, that he says, every cup that is cast into this, this ocean of happiness in heaven is full. Every cup. So that is every person will have a full reward. Mm-hmm. Though there are some cups far larger than others, and there shall be no such thing as envy in heaven, but perfect love shall reign throughout the whole society. And if we could think of it, when we enter into um, heaven, we enter into um, glory, and then when we enter into the, the the renewed heaven and earth, that we will not all have the same capacity, but we will all be full, 
and that we will always be increasing mm-hmm. so that our cups will always be enlarging Amen. and that we will all, they will always be full and overflowing yeah. and yet always increasing in size to have more and more and more of the fullness of God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. And I think that, um, we struggle with the idea of rewards in heaven because, um, maybe there's a few reasons. But one I think is that it seems to somehow, um, contradict the idea of grace i think mm-hmm. for yeah. people because reward has to do with merit and um so these we have to realize that these are um graciously given. gracious rewards price purchased the, yeah the um you know the parables that jesus tells that indicate that there will be rewards of varying degrees in heaven the when when a servant is given a certain amount of money it's not money that they earned Mm-hmm. that they had you know worked for and deserved and that the master was then saying okay I owe you this so I'm going to give you this and then see what you do with it it was a gracious gift to begin with here's here's some money see yeah. what you can do with this um how how are you going to be faithful but whatever so whatever we have that we are faithful with here in this life that will be rewarded for in eternity it, it's a gracious gift of God to us. Amen. Yeah. I, I think one place. helpful way to think about it is just to think of the phrase in response to. So in response to our good works, mm-hmm. God graciously gives us these Christ's wrought blessings uh, and rewards. It's not um, ultimately because of our good works, because of his work mm-hmm. in Christ and his grace through him that he's promised, but it's in response to our yeah. good works. Yeah, and Jesus tells a parable to answer that objection of, well, is that fair then for God? Why doesn't God give everyone the same uh, works to do and the same amount of rewards? And um, Jesus' answer is, um, did you deserve anything? Right. No, you didn't deserve any of it. And, it's mine to give. And it's the, yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the Lord's prerogative to give grace as he sees fit because it's grace. And, and None of you deserve it. It might be helpful to clarify um, that I um, I think that there will be, it's possible that there are not only other people, but covenant members of Piney Ridge Church who will have, if we want to use that same analogy, larger cups than any of us. Mm-hmm. That it's not because, oh, they're a pastor, oh, they must have uh, a greater reward, or that they are a missionary, they're evangelist, they're a professor of this, or they read a lot mm-hmm. of the Bible. The person whose faithfulness to the Lord Jesus and their faith in him has been tested and tried mm-hmm. um, more than ours, and they have been faithful to him through it all, they will have greater rewards even than we. Right. And it's, so it's not about our position and status as the world sees it. Amen. God right. says, I see differently. And praise mm-hmm. the Lord, right? Yeah. yeah. Praise the Lord, yes. And like you said, Steve, that will only serve to increase our joy as we look at others and say, wow, that's awesome. God's great. Mm-hmm. We see God's glory in God's grace in that person, and it just it only makes me grow more. Right. Well, I have one more thing I want to say before it close, but I don't want to say it. If you guys have something else that you want to say first, is there something else? I think Steve wants the last word. Well, I'll give him the last word, but I'll just add on to what you were just saying, Jason. That um, reality that there will be different sized cups is one reason why we should be pursuing God um, steadfastly and with great passion now is Mm -hmm. that we will have increased capacity for joy in eternity. I think that there's... 
I know for myself, I'll just speak for myself, <clears throat> not for everyone else, but for me, there for many years was a complete disconnect between my life now and my life in eternity as if, you know, kind of doesn't matter too much what I do now as long as, as long as I just cling on to my faith barely and make it to the end, then that's all I need. Um, and it's not going to affect anything. We're, you know, we're all basically we're at, we're all at square one when we get to uh, eternity. And, um, as we've been talking about, I don't think that that's the case. What yeah. we, the way that we pursue the Lord now or don't will affect eternity. That's Not right. that there will be a sorrow or, um, a, um, I don't know about regret, but, um, that could be debated maybe, but there won't be for sure. There won't be any, um, angst or anger at others who are enjoying more, Amen. um, eternity. But, um, that's still there's a motivation there too. Yeah. If if we love God, we want to enjoy all of God that we can. Yeah, yeah, and I think that pleases Him even that motivation. Right. Yes. Um, the only thing I will say, Steve, before we close is that um, uh, Puritan Richard Baxter was sick for a lot of his life and many times was near death. Thought he was going to die at one point, and he went off um, into a um, to a separate house because he thought he's going to die here. And he didn't want to burden his family because he thought he was had a disease. Ended up pulling through for a few more years. Um, but one of the things that being near death and being sick a lot taught him to do was to meditate on heaven. And so Amen. he made it a, um, a habit, 30 minutes every day. He would take a walk and he would pray and dream about heaven hmm. and think upon scriptures that talked about heaven. And I think it's just a really, really helpful thing. I don't think it's possible to be so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. Mm -hmm. I think that um, there is a way to be wrongly minded about heaven so that you're no earthly good. But um, I think if you are thinking correctly, as you just said, Nathan, about heaven and the connection to this life now, it really changes how we live. And it changes, it helps us, I think, to have hope. It helps us to love more because we're freed from this world in a sense, mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the constraints of it. Um, and so just want to give you a couple of things. One, um, I'll give you three books that if you want to learn more about heaven, I think they're helpful other than scripture is um, a book called Heaven on Earth by Derek Thomas. Another one called The Happiness of Heaven by Vaughn Roberts. And then another one, um, Heaven, A World of Love by Jonathan Edwards. And there are, I know there are many others, but those are all fairly short and yet they're really sweet. So just want to give that. Amen. Cool. And meditate on heaven. That that was actually what I was going to say. I think that if uh, the more that we think about it, the more that we are uh, meditating on it, I think the more that it will cause us to live our lives here on this earth more in uh, for the glory of God. And mm -hmm. I think uh, for, if, if anyone's listening to this and you're like, well, what about me? Uh we want everybody to be there with us. And so um, if you are not trusting in Jesus Christ for your salvation, I just want to briefly say to you that, uh, that you are lost in your sin, that you are, are dead, spiritually dead in your trespasses and sin. And uh, we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. Mm -hmm. And uh, without faith in Christ, you will be condemned to an eternity uh, in the judging presence of God, mm -hmm. which is 
described in, in very terrifying ways, as it's described as a lake of fire, described as a place where the worm uh, never, what, sleeps? Never dies. Never dies. Um, and the only way to spend an eternity in this uh, new heaven and new earth is to place your faith in Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ died on the cross as your as as a as a replacement, as a substitute for his people, taking their punishment upon his own body, and suffering death in their stead, and then was raised from the dead, ascended into heaven where he now uh, is, acting as our high priest. And I encourage you to place your faith in that substitutionary death of Jesus Christ for your salvation, for the forgiveness of your sins. I encourage you to repent of your sin and follow Jesus. Submit your life to him, and uh, and you will experience this, uh, mm -hmm. this eternal joy in the presence of God. For all who call on the name of the Lord will be saved. Amen. Thank you for listening. We have a new podcast each week, so be sure to subscribe on iTunes. For more information about Piney Ridge Church in Wentzville, Missouri, visit us online at pineyridgechurch.org. That's P-E-I-N-E, -E, ridgechurch.org. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Piney Ridge. That's all for today. We look forward to seeing you on Sunday morning.